Chapter Twenty Four of Manners for Men. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Campbell Shelp. Manners for Men by Mrs. Humphrey. Chapter Twenty Four Correspondence. It is impolite to leave letters unanswered for several days, especially if the writers are ladies, or, if men, superior in age or station. Notes of invitation should be replied to within twenty-four hours. Plain white cream-laid notepaper and envelopes should be used, the latter either square or wallet-shaped, but never of the oblong, narrow-shape peculiar to business correspondence. The address on the notepaper should be embossed or printed in simple characters, over-ornament being in the worst taste. If the writer is entitled to use a crest, it should be produced as simply as possible, with or without the family motto, and free from the glow of varied color in which some men and women delight. There are letters whose devices in scarlet and gold are strangely in contrast with the meager and disappointing character of their contents. They make one think of fried sprats served up on a gold entree dish. The writing should be clear, neat, and legible, the ink black. In beginning a letter with sir or madam, the omission of the name is remedied by inscribing it in the left-hand corner at the bottom of the note. In commercial correspondence, it seems to be the rule to put the name of the addressee just above, dear sir or madam. Should it be advisable to enclose in any letter an envelope for a reply, ready addressed, it is not good form to put Esquire after one's own name in addressing it. Married women and widows are not addressed by their own Christian names, but by those of their husbands. For instance, no one versed in social forms would write Mrs. Mary Smith, but Mrs. John Smith. Widows of titled men have their Christian name put before their surname thus, Laura Lady Letting, Maria Marchioness of Addisbury, Georgina Viscountess Medway, Mary Duchess of Blankton, the unmarried daughters of dukes, marquises, and earls have their Christian name invariably inserted between their courtesy title and a surname, as Lady Mary Baker. When married, they retain this form, only substituting the husband's surname for their own, as Lady Mary Garth. But if their husband should be a peer, they merge their courtesy title in his. The third person in correspondence is falling considerably into disuse, and presenting compliments is almost obsolete. Invitations of a formal kind and their replies are couched in the third person, but for purposes of correspondence with strangers it is almost always better to use the first person. The exception is in replying to a letter written in the third person when it is in better taste to reply in the same way. The third person is also used in writing to tradespeople, Mr. Edlicott will feel obliged if Mr. Jones will kindly call on Thursday morning with reference to some repairs. In this case, the reply would be written in the first person. Letters of introduction, says La Fontaine, are drafts that must be cashed at sight. They are sometimes difficult to write, especially if they have been asked for, not volunteered. They are always left unsealed, but should there be circumstances about the person introduced which the other party should know, it is well to communicate them in a private letter, which should be dispatched so as to arrive before the letter of introduction is presented. Anyone receiving a letter of introduction would immediately take steps to show some attention to the individual introduced. The usual thing is to ask him to dinner. If he is a social equal, 
to offer his services if he should be a superior and to ascertain in what way one can be useful to him if he is an inferior a personal call must precede all invitations this is a fixed and rigid rule the exception being in the case of persons presenting their own letters of introduction as is usually done but should the person to whom they are addressed be out the formal call must follow all ladies from the queen downwards are addressed in beginning a letter as madam all gentlemen from the highest to the lowest as sir tradesmen however begin your royal highness your grace or your ladyship in writing to their titled employers they also address their letters quite differently as will be seen from the following instructions addresses of letters her majesty the queen to his royal highness the prince of wales to her royal highness the prince of wales the same form is used in addressing communications to all other members of the royal family adding the title where the word prince or princess would be incorrect as to his royal highness the duke of york to her royal highness the duchess of york below the rank of royalty there is the distinction between the letters addressed by persons on an equality with those to whom formal and they write and by inferiors i shall call them formal and informal and range them in separate lines informal formal the duke of blank to his grace the duke of blank the duchess of blank to her grace the duchess of blank the marquis of blank to the most honourable the marquis of blank the marchioness of blank to the most honourable the marchioness of blank the earl of blank to the right honourable the earl of blank the countess of blank to the right honourable the countess of blank the viscount blank the right honourable the viscount blank the viscountess blank the right honourable the viscountess blank lord blank the right honourable lord blank or baron blank lady blank the right honourable lady blank or baroness blank members of the privy council are also addressed as right honourable in the same way as peers in this case the names of commoners are not followed by the abbreviation esquire as the right honourable james balfour m p ambassadors and their wives are addressed as his excellency her excellency the personal and official titles following the word as to his excellency the earl of blank ambassador extraordinary and plenipotentiary to france to her excellency the countess of blank other official personages are addressed in the following way to his excellency lord blank lord lieutenant of ireland to his grace the archbishop of blank the right reverend the bishop of blank the very reverend the dean of blank academical distinctions are indicated by the initials placed after the name lld for doctor of laws and learning dd for doctor of divinity and so on so much for the envelopes the proper way to begin letters is as follows as i have mentioned the queen is addressed as madam in the inside of a letter a gentleman writing to the queen would sign himself i have the honour to submit myself with profound respect your majesty's most devoted subject and servant above the word madam should be written her majesty the queen lord beaconsfield struck out a line of his own and in writing to the queen began mr disraeli continuing in the third person and addressing her majesty in the second the prince of wales is addressed as sir above this word being written to his royal highness the prince of wales persons on intimate terms sometimes begin sir or dear prince others my dear prince the princess of wales is occasionally addressed by friends as my dear princess 
the two orthodox endings to such letters are respectively your royal highness's dutiful and obedient servant or a humbler style your royal highness's dutiful and most obedient servant to all other royal princes and princesses the ending would be most humble and obedient servant dukes other than royal are addressed inside letters by intimates as dear duke by others my lord duke may it please your grace in writing to a duchess her title is placed above the madam in formal letters marquise would be addressed as my lord marquis a very common form of mistake is that of omitting the christian name from the courtesy titles of the sons and daughters of dukes marquises and earls the sons have the title lord prefixed to the christian and surname for instance lord alfred osborne lord henry somerset it is extremely incorrect to call either of these lord osborne or lord somerset the daughters of dukes marquises and earls have the title lady before their christian and surname lady emily heneage for instance must not be addressed as lady heneage should she marry a commoner only the surname is altered the lady emily remains this may all appear a little involved to those unaccustomed to titles but neglect of these forms indicates very clearly a lack of savoir-faire it is a source of great annoyance to the owners of courtesy titles to have the christian name omitted anybody even a knight's wife may be a lady smith or jones the insertion of the christian name before the smith or jones means that the possessor is the daughter of a duke marquis or earl in beginning a letter to any of the above a stranger would say dear lady mary smith but the usual form would be dear lady mary inferiors would begin by writing the lady's title over the word madam or merely beginning madam and writing the title at the end of the letter in writing to an ambassador or his wife the title is placed above the word sir or madam inferiors would write may it please your excellency and would conclude with i have the honour to be your excellency's most humble obedient servant in writing to an archbishop a correspondent would begin your grace ending i remain your grace's most obedient servant to a bishop the form would be my lord or right reverend sir or may it please your lordship the last being of course the humblest form of address the conclusion would be i remain my lord or right reverend sir your most obedient servant the beginning of a letter to a dean would be reverend sir or mr dean the title of all these dignitaries being in formal letters indicted above the beginning those having slight acquaintance would begin dear mr dean strangers would end the letter i have the honour to be your most obedient servant doctors of divinity are addressed as reverend sir as well as archdeacons and all other clergy intimates would begin letters to the above with dear archbishop dear bishop dear dean or dear doctor with the sole exception of lieutenants in the army all officers have their military rank prefixed to their name and signs and lieutenants are addressed as esquire in the navy admirals of the flag white blue or red are addressed as the honourable this being prefixed to the name otherwise a letter would begin sir and end i remain sir your obedient servant commodores captains and lieutenants in the navy are all addressed in the same way End of chapter twenty four